What's up, guys and gals? We are back. This is the third recording in the past, I think, 14 hours. Um, and this is going to be a pre-recorded episode for next week, or at least when you listen to this episode, next week is today. So with that said, well, this is your captain speaking. This is episode four now of the Captain Nonsense podcast. And our guest today is a former classmate of mine, good guy, shout out Tom Portman. That was the class that I had with you, if you, don't, if you even remember that, Colin. Um, oh my God, yeah. He, this guy is also an NCAA athlete, um, played for Creighton, was a goalie, as, and also a CIF champion in high school, and something that he and I both share in two different sports, but you know, that if you want a CIF champion, you always CIF champion. So, Colin Valdivia, thanks for coming on the pod, buddy. Um, thanks for having me thanks for yeah, having me so you're in colorado right now uh what did you like what have you been doing over there so um actually we just flew back from colorado yesterday oh, okay uh okay. so i'm in palm desert right now but oh man you're going uh, all I was over there, i know I, was, I know man but while we were there <laughs> i mean we just hung out with family friends uh played a ton of golf we played uh two rounds of golf in four days Mm-hmm. and uh we we played golf and we drank a ton of beer fuck that must be the life and, and oh for, yeah and to those like that need some help this guy like and i were uh we went to the driving range about one and a half two weeks ago and like i jesus christ like he and i were talking about how like why do people give golf shit you know like th- those same people that are always just like oh golf is not a sport fucking try golf like seriously there's so much like technicalities to it it's a mind game as well. And also, I mean, I'm, I, I know for a fact that you have to have a strong core and definitely strong arms to be able to drive far, you know? you have anything to say to those people that shit on golf? <laughs> Golf's hard, man. I mean, we were at the range and I was hitting the ball pretty well, but even then, mm-hmm. uh, my handicap is atrocious. Like the max handicap someone could have is a 36.4. Uh-huh. That's like the max my handicap is a 31. <laughs> I do not score well. I can hit the ball well, but I do not score well. Um, for the casuals, uh, we've been shit on for the word casuals lately in our group chat. But for the casuals, <laughs> for the casuals that have no idea what handicap means, considering most people don't consider golf sport or you know want to give it a shot ever, you want to explain to our um, casual viewers and casual listeners what <laughs> handicap means? Yeah, so a handicap would be like um, how many strokes you usually hit over par. Right. So let's say the course is a par 72, like the one I shot today, and my handicap is around 31. So that means I typically shoot around uh, 31 strokes over par. <laughs> so today I shot a 104. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough scene man but you know that's you know it could have been a lot worse yeah (laughs) i have i have shot a lot worse jesus i'm still trying to break into the 90s and you know we'll get there we'll get yeah um what so which golf courses in colorado did you go to so uh we played two courses we went to the ranch uh country club which is in westminster yeah, and then we played at Arrowhead Golf Club, which is I think that's a public or semi-private course, mm-hmm. and that's in where was that? That was in Littleton, and we played at 7:40 at Arrowhead, and I I swear to God, I thought a, a tornado was going around. It was like 30 miles an hour. I lost three balls on the first hole. 
fuck. I was like, well, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> I've always, like, wondered, like, if I, if I do go back to playing course golf, like, do we – they provide balls for you when you go and play at the course, right? Or do you have to bring your own? No, you, that's only at the driving range they provide balls. You okay. got to bring your own balls. You got to bring Good your own balls. The good thing is you go to a PGA Superstore, uh-huh. they got a uh, 100 recycled balls for 40 bucks. Best deal out there. Oh, shit. Yeah, damn. No, Best deal like, out there. Because I was like, I was thinking, I was like, if I ever go back and I, you know, I'm probably going to be trash 99 when I go return to the course one day. Or, or, or who knows, maybe I'm going to be better than I think. I feel like at some point I'm going to lose the ball. <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah. You, you lost, lose the ball. You lost three balls. I feel like I'm going to lose nine. <laughs> <laughs> no? Well, today, today in the whole 18, I only lost, which, you know, I lost five, which is good for me. Like, yeah. We're, we're starting to get lower. Hope. Oh, eventually I'm trying to only lose one or two per round. Right. And then, and then you're also saying that you, you returned to golf. Like when, did you play golf since you were a kid or did you only get into golf? Like when you came home from college? Uh, I was like in and out of golf. Like I, like I was even worse than I am now. Uh huh. Well, like I got really good during this. Oh, really good i got a lot better <laughs> from uh-huh. where i was during yeah. this quarantine yeah. just because i've been going to the range once a week and then also playing like around a golf once a week for six months damn like my dad's handicap went from 20 to 13 so he lost seven strokes on his handicap during this whole quarantine i mean that's probably would you, was it that like a lot for golf that's, that, that's probably yeah a lot for golf. that's a lot that's a that's lot, a lot. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, this is, golf is such a precision sport. I remember when I was playing, I, I first started golf when I was in, when I was seven years old and um, it was at Marty Trigdon golf course. And I, mm-hmm. I remember when I, like when I was playing, I was like, what the fuck? This is so much harder than I, than I thought. And then obviously you get better. And then at some point we, my family and I couldn't afford, you know, to continue playing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like this is also one of those sports where if you continued playing at such a young age, like you could definitely go, I feel like you could definitely go far with it. But at the same time, I also feel like it's really hard too. I don't know. Compared to, yeah, I mean, at least I compared to other sports. Really, yeah. I didn't pray, play really growing up. Like mm-hmm. the, my life was really just taken over by soccer and baseball yeah. growing up. And then obviously going into college and playing soccer yeah. There wasn't much time for anything else. Mm-hmm. So I'd say I really, like, I really got into golf, like, the end of my senior year mm-hmm. to when I left college after my redshirt senior year. So my true senior year. So my fourth year to fifth year is when I really started getting into golf. Mm-hmm. And then I just really started playing it more basically this last December just because it's finally, like, a new sport that i can get good at yeah that i can improve on because now that i don't play soccer i don't need to get good at anything else yeah <laughs> i might as well just get good at golf and then i'll be set for the rest of my life <laughs> i mean i i was thinking the same thing too i i just need to make sure that i i'm gonna be able to afford to continue playing golf because i'm definitely i'm definitely getting myself into it now yeah. um you know going to the range with you which i should go more I just haven't found the time lately. I'm trying, mm-hmm. just trying to settle in with my, my new job and stuff. Um, and then, you know, trying to catch up on sleep. But yeah, th- this is one of the things that I w- 
wanted to do like post college, like <laughs> yeah, getting closer and closer to being fucking like barbecue dad, <laughs> an old guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Like I, I think golf is also dope because there's a lot of business people that um make Dude, friends. That's where and, that's where all the deals go down. Exactly. That's course. what. That's what I. That's what I want to be able to do one day. And then you know. <laughs> you start you become good friends with these people and then exactly. you get the you get the hookups to go like wherever and then they could just be like hey yeah i need someone who does this yeah. you want to work for i just company? i just signed up for a, a men's golf club which is you know the course i was telling you about that we should go play uh, yeah. it's called penmar by the sea it's in venice yeah on rose and it's a nine hole course uh-huh. and it's it's 60 bucks a year so uh-huh. it's like five bucks a month to be in the men's club yeah so i basically and it's like 15 bucks to play around a golf there yeah so you might I, as well join the men's golf i, club might, I joined the men's club and then uh-huh. it, it helped like you have your like it keeps your handicap for you yeah you play at all these other courses but i'm telling you come out we'll get a good tea time you said uh, tuesdays you're open dude we'll go we'll go let's see september we'll go in september you know that sounds nine holes that sounds better fuck all right i need i need to really go back to the range i should go hit the range tomorrow like seriously the all to me to me the expensive part is the clubs that's expensive Uh but then you're also set with your clubs for like 10 to 15 years exactly (laughs) so like over time it's not bad yeah and And then then if you play like public courses like penmar it's like 15 10 to 15 bucks around it's not bad right. obviously you, there's those nicer courses where it's like a hundred bucks in the high season yeah that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> what is the nicest and most expensive course that you've played was it somewhere back home or was it like away from uh, la mm, well i've played at a few courses i played at a country club in tarzana called raymar which is really cool yeah um i've played at penmar which is public Westchester, which is public. And I swear to God, I thought I was in a war zone at Westchester. People were hitting <laughs> the balls into every other fairway except for their own. <laughs> um, where else? I played those two in Colorado that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, I've played the course here uh, at Desert Falls Country Club, which is uh, the, this is where I play the most. Mm-hmm. But the prices always depend on the season. So, like, the high season is, like, the fall when it gets really nice outside. Right. And those rounds could get up to, like, 150 bucks. Jesus fuck. Like, per person. Yeah. I feel like I can imagine in a place like the east where during the fall season where everything looks really nice, the, the, the leaves start to yellow. and Oh, um, yeah. That's probably when a lot of people also want to play golf because you're not only going to play, you know, you're not only just going to play like game, yeah. you're going to go ahead and see a beautiful view at the same time. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm learning from you and I'm also learning from other podcasts and other people in general, just talking about their golf trips. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, man, like, there's people that actually travel to go and do this. And I feel like, oh, that's, yeah. I feel like that's so cool. Yeah. There's like, like there's really nice courses in like California, like Pebble beach. And that is just read ridiculous like on the water you have i think you can see mountains who knows i've never been honestly yeah but it's like hundreds of dollars to play mm-hmm. there. but don't they also have that golf tournament at pebble beach every year too isn't it, isn't it the pebble beach open or what um they have they had um i think they had the u.s open there or one of the pga championship tours there yeah that's, uh, what I was but that's not like it's not it's not no, it was the U.S. Open. I remember, uh-huh. but it's not every year at there. It, it changes. Yeah, I was about the, to say the only I, one that 
the only one that stays the same, like, well, I guess the PGA uh, Tour, like, they have their specific courses, but the only one that's, like, the same exact course for every year is the Masters. That's always at Augusta National. Right. And Shout I, out Tiger Woods, the GOAT. Oh, yeah. I was – I remember my family and I – my family growing up, that, that was also the introduction that I got into golf. It was because of Tiger Woods. And on top of that, you know, Asian people, they, they, they find another yeah. successful Asian person. They're just like, oh, shit, you got to pay attention to this one, man. This is super cool. And then you get, like, Tiger just winning everything, you know? Oh, he's, he's the greatest golfer ever. Yeah, no I, I, I agree for sure. And I, I, you best believe that, like, I, I'm a very casual golf watcher um, compared to you. Yeah. But I'm going to get – I'm probably going to get more into it now. Yeah. But I – Shout I, out – hold on. Shout out Colin Morikawa. That dude uh, out of Berkeley crushed it at the PGA Championship, dude. Yeah. He's one also, of my favorite guys to watch. Yeah, also – Him and, and Brooks Kepka because he's a funny Blake. dude. Blake. Blake Kepka. <laughs> um, also, Morikawa um, is a local from here, um, La Cunada, mm-hmm. LA area, which is which makes yeah. it even what makes it even cooler. Um, but yeah, I Tiger. I you best believe I watched Tiger Woods at the Masters like this past this past year. It was last. Oh year. my god, I cried when he won. I cried when he won. What you I actually cried? The whole thing. My me, my room, me, my roommate, and my other buddy, we're just like, holy shit! Like, what the fuck's going on? I that's cried. Actually, I had to cry. That's actually when he hugged his son. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I got. Like, oh, dude. No, because like, wasn't it after one of his masters wins, he went to go hug his he dad? He hugged his dad, and then yeah, like and the then now, exact same thing, but just like kind of. But his, with his but son, his yeah. son. That's so. Ah, oh, shit. Have you seen Have you seen the uh, tweet he or Tiger Woods is caddying his son at a junior golf tournament? Like, mm-hmm. imagine being the other dad. Like, you gotta be shitting yourself. Like, yeah. oh my god, I'm I'm caddying with Tiger Woods for my son. That's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I just can't believe that. And these motherfuckers tell me golf isn't a sport. Fuck you guys. Like, you get dude. Golf is tough. Golf is a it, sport. It's a, I, it's a sport. Golf. Is a sport. <laughs> um you said you played baseball how many when did you play baseball and like how many years of baseball did you play so so yeah actually my family big baseball family my dad played a little bit in college and like all his buddies played and my and his uncles and my uncles but i i I played baseball since i was three up until my senior year of high school i played uh three years in high school uh I played freshman, sophomore, and then my senior year. I actually quit my junior year for a few reasons, but then I went back my senior year. Uh-huh. So um, I played pretty much my whole life until I left for college. Uh, yeah. When that, obviously, that no, obviously you yeah. got to stick to one, stick to soccer, I guess. Yeah, that wasn't during the same time as the soccer season, was it? I don't remember. Like, how, how did so, you? So, yeah, baseball and soccer are back-to-back. So I guess soccer is a winter sport, then baseball is in the spring. So oh, okay. when we won CIF in state uh, for soccer, we were done in March and the baseball mm-hmm. season had already started. Yeah. And the, the head baseball coach like wanted me to go out, but I was like, besides like being pretty deep into the baseball season already for high school, mm-hmm. um, there were a couple other factors why I didn't want to be on the team that year. Yeah. And so I decided to quit. And, you know, initially I thought I had quit for good and I was kind of like, 
hard on my dad because loves baseball, loved baseball. Yeah. And but I had you know had to be the best for me at that point because I was gonna focus on being recruited for soccer. But yeah, uh, the then senior year when uh, soccer season ended, you know, a little earlier than we had hoped, I was like, you know what, like, let me just go back and play baseball. Let me like retry out. Let me go out there. Just you know, fuck it. Like I love this sport and. Right. Let's just have like a last, not like a victory lap, because <laughs> I was just rolling in, and you know I pitched a few innings here and there uh-huh. uh, during the season, but um, it was really nice to be back on the. Oh, so you were a, you were a reliever, or were yeah, you? Yeah, I was a. Yeah, I was um, I was a pitcher. Yeah, and I I mostly did relief, oh, but okay. my senior my senior year at least because. Were you like I, was, the... I, I wasn't I wasn't just gonna walk in like halfway through the year after not playing for a year and then yeah. start. So I, I only threw a couple innings in relief and uh, but it, I loved it. I loved being around the sport. Yeah, and I I would say at the end of the day it went it really went in your favor because you ended up winning how many was CIF championships did you get? Did you get two CIF championship rings or was it? Um... No, uh, just the one my junior year for soccer. Okay, and then didn't you also didn't, didn't we also win state the same time? Yeah, state in the same season didn't oh. give us a ring. We got a medal for that. You got a medal. What? Why don't you get a ring? Why don't you get a ring for that? I don't know. I think. Um... They didn't want to spend too much money on rings. Oh, bullshit. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so that makes it – okay. I would have liked well, a bigger ring, though. Yeah. Our that... rings aren't very flashy. Jesus I don't have fuck. it with me, but I wish they were a little flashier. Yeah, with that logic, I would say, you know, the – because CIF, Southern se- – what was the section we even want? I don't even remember. Southern section, yeah. Okay, so and then regional – I mean, I guess technically California is a regional championship, Southern, like central to Southern, because Northern California plays in the fall. Right. Okay. Something like that. So it's a They're weird section, up there. The Southern section and then state. I would – at that point, why don't you just reverse it? Like <laughs> the Southern section championship, get that plaque. But the plaque is just as iconic as the ring already. Like everyone gets to hold the plaque at some point, and then that's like the major flex. Get a medal there. And then if you win <laughs> – and then if you win state, that to me makes more sense. You get the ring from state. Yeah. It's like – that's like when you win a national championship for something, you know, like that. I don't know. That's just me, though. Uh, I mean, I think they give out rings for everything in college. Uh, unfortunately, we never won the Big East Championship at Creighton, like the tournament. Yeah. But my – I want to say my true senior year, so my retro junior year, we ended up winning the Big East regular season. Yeah. They don't give you jack shit. They gave you a T-shirt for that. <laughs> That's but, dog shit. Um, I know. That's fucking but, dog uh, shit. I don't know if – I think they give you a ring for the Big East Championship. I'm not sh- – like the tournament. I'm not I'm not 100% sure. I know some conferences give out rings for that, which I think is kind of shitty. Like, bro, you can get that every year. Like, national championship, not that. You get a ring. Yeah, you, and all, on, I, top I, of that, yeah. on top of that, you get that iconic national championship plaque. I think that's yeah. I think that's just as cool. Like, uh, yeah. I, and I, I know was, that I was hoping I was hoping to get one of those. Uh, although I thought it was going to come my freshman year when I redshirted, and you know I wouldn't have done that much. But you know, man, yeah, and I I know <laughs> I also know that the Pac-12 doesn't even um, they don't do that ring shit. They we they just get the Pac-12 plaque and then they get the the Pac-12 champions shirt. But then there's no ring, you know. Well, I think that's how it should be. Like, why do you need to get a ring for a conference championship? Like, that's I don't, not like you know what I'm saying. That's, that's like, like getting that's a like ring. You're winning your 
that's like winning that's like the Dodgers getting a ring for winning the last seven NLS titles. Yeah, that's some dog shit. Or like getting a ring for what's it called? The National League championship. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, so that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. That makes it but seem I was, like it's I was a hoping to get one of those. <laughs> yeah, but that makes it seem like you know they they have all these different fucking bullshit participation trophies. That's what it seems like to me. Now that like, uh, I did yeah. get a participation little thing from the NCAA for uh, being in the NCAA tournament. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you could say that there are some participation trophies. Yeah, I mean, in a, in a way, that's actually kind of cool because you could verify, like, yeah, I actually played. <laughs> in the yeah, exactly. I was like, I actually, trust me, guys, I did play. It <laughs> yeah, wasn't a lot. It was not a lot. I did but here's my, here's my proof that I played. <laughs> but I did play a little bit. I have, a, I, have a, I have two clean sheets to my name and a Big East goalie of the week. <laughs> that, those are my accomplishments. <laughs> Wait, when you won Big East Goalie of the Week, was there, like, I know you started at some point, right? Yeah, so that was, that was my redshirt senior year. Uh-huh. Well, I guess I had, I had, I think I had, like, two starts my redshirt sophomore year just because the other guy got a red card. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I got those, which was cool. Um, but then I didn't play again until my redshirt senior year right and uh, i play i think i had like seven starts also i mean that was due to injury but i man, did what i could <laughs> and uh when i won the big east goalie of the week we had beaten I think we beat our crosstown rivals university of nebraska omaha oh, okay. fuck those guys <laughs> fuck them <laughs> shit but we beat them <laughs> two to one in the dodge the dodge street derby what the fuck? The Dodge, Dodge Street Derby. Street. The Dodge oh. Street Derby. Yep. What the fuck is uh, that? There was about seven thousand people there. Oh and, shit! Uh, it's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, we got we. No, yeah, that's a big deal, especially for the city of Omaha. And oh then uh, we won two to one, and then uh, we went up to Marquette and we beat Marquette one zero. That was oh. my first collegiate clean sheet, Ooh. and I had like I think I had like seven or eight saves and. Um, Ended up Toronto FC scouts were there, saw me there, and I ended up getting an invite to their combine in January. And then how did that go? I mean, it was all right. I didn't get a call back. Yeah, <laughs> also, obviously. I'm like, I'm also one like, I'm also ninety percent sure I had COVID while I was there. Not gonna lie. No way, really. But also after that, I went to the LA Galaxy two combine. Mm-hmm. I also didn't get a call back. Yeah, I mean, speaking of that, I think at some point. Like throughout, I think it was because when did COVID really first break out? Was it well? Was so it like, that was so it was back in December. Okay, yeah. Um, I thought it I broke think, out like November, November, December in China. I thought and it was so, like October. <laughs> maybe, but it wasn't confirmed in the U.S. until March. But like, it was definitely here before that. And yeah. I and like so before I left, and I mean, could have been the flu or a fever. Who knows? But I'm yeah. just gonna list off the symptoms I had and why i thought it was covid but like so the night before i left i got a massive fever like i was like 104 degrees like i was like dying shit it was terrible i get there and it's like fever constant headache i couldn't breathe i was coughing all the time um and i was dead tired exhausted right so it was i think it was three days 
the combine was three days up in Toronto and okay. um, two sessions a day. And so mm-hmm. for each session, so morning I wake up, two Advil, two DayQuil. Oh, fuck. I go to sleep in between the sessions. I wake up, two Advil, two DayQuil for the second session. Mm-hmm. And like then to go to sleep, I take two NyQuil. That's and honestly, I did that for three days straight. And I had to go to see a Canadian doctor. I went to the, I had them take me to the doctor. And um, yeah. So. (laughs) Fuck. I mean, cause I remember there was a time, okay. It wasn't as severe as you, but I remember there was a time, I think it was around um, early. It was between like late October to December. There's Mm -hmm. a span, there's a span of time. And also like, also um, like the last week of January, early February, Like I, I would come home, I would have like a burning throat. Um, my nose was oh, absolutely yeah. congested. My, I had really bad body aches yeah. this one time. And then I, you know, what I did, I would just go to sleep thinking it was nothing. And then next day I just had like a really bad flu. Um, yeah. Coughing all day, um, completely congested all day. So I basically spent the whole day in bed doing the same thing that you were doing. Yeah. You know, like take- I didn't like, yeah. And I had a roommate and he was like, you know, um, you want to do things like you want to go get food it's not like dude i i gotta stay here yeah (laughs) i gotta stay here like i'd feel terrible and three weeks and for three weeks before that my dad had been sick Mm -hmm. and he also had a fever he had body aches and he went to urgent care twice Mm -hmm. and they said you know it looks like you have the start of pneumonia we can't really tell we'll send you home with yeah we'll send you home with meds but don't take them unless you get worse Fuck. and then he just got he just got better he just got better so yeah I mean, yeah so and, we're pretty and, sure we had we had covid <laughs> we're yeah. like pretty sure. fuck and allegedly yeah, so, we allegedly allegedly <laughs> and yeah so i would i would have those waves of feelings and then you know i i got i i overcame that you know whole flu throughout that weekend and then i remember like two weeks later i started getting slight you know dry throat and then a mm-hmm. cold and like the thing is i never got sick that much in college you know yeah oh sick. i i was almost never sick maybe like i think once like my sophomore year mm-hmm. i was like bedridden for like three days no i like a day two days yeah maybe. but like this just hit me like a shit ton of bricks yeah i I just, I don't know. I, I'm convinced that I might've had it too, considering that I got sick at least once a month, every month since, um, oh, since like November, like that late October, because yeah. before I went to wasted management with my friends, I remember I got sick and that was also during the time Kobe died. I got like the day yeah. Kobe died, the day after Kobe died, like I started feeling, you know, body aches every now and then. Out of it. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and I also had like a burning throat throughout the most time too. So pretty much what I did was just go and sleep. And then, you know, by the time the weekend hit for us to go to, um, wasted management, it was just gone. Yeah. So I, I feel like I did have it because there's no way. And I I just never get sick for that, you know, consecutive amount of months. Yeah. There's just no way. Yeah. It was like, it was a little time period where I'm like, what the? fuck's going on here you know Uh and also it the other thing too is that arizona is a very dry climate so it was really good for my allergies i didn't you know again yeah three years being there i did not get sick um yeah and 
it also doesn't help that I had like a lot of a lack of sleep because I would go out a lot for like for my senior year. So that, that definitely like it, had I not gone out that much, which I'm not going to turn that back. I was a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, no, not at all. Never not going to turn back for that one, but I'm pretty sure if it wasn't for that, like I I probably wouldn't have gotten as as sick as much, but fuck it, man. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, knock on wood, we're, we're safe and you know, we're, we're careful people you know with this yeah. whole fucking thing but I, I don't know man i i just hope that one day like or soon it, it, it's really yeah. hard to believe that this this pandemic is going to end you know like well like it's never like gonna go away like yeah. you know but you know eventually over time it's gonna become like our normal flu where it's not a big deal yeah fuck um speaking of your uh college career in the big east how was um how was traveling to other schools did you hate any schools and or any other did you have any um, conference rivals we, or some shit um you know i didn't feel a personal hatred but i did feel a hatred for a school's fucking field and how shitty it was <laughs> DePaul, terrible field seton hall atrocious like those are just <laughs> terrible fields um i'm trying to think george i like george Jones good because it's grass i love playing on grass fields uh um, yeah then marquette had a grass pitch which was nice mm-hmm. our turf surface kind of sucked until the like my red shirt senior year they redid the turf and it was beautiful yeah the first the first few years though wasn't great the stadium was beautiful like most beautiful stadium but the surface it wasn't great um well then we fixed it yeah thankfully but that like i'm trying to think uh providence was all right um i'm trying to think i said marquette DePaul. who else is in the midwest midwest to east coast villanova is okay um philly Philly, yeah, yeah, that's a trend. Where else? Oh, St. John's. St. John's field sucks too. The only <laughs> good thing about the only good thing about St. John's is we just would we'd take the train to fucking Manhattan, <laughs> and we did the same thing. When we went to Seton Hall. We just went to we went to Times Square. We said we don't give a fuck. Wait, because how far? I know Seton Hall was is in Jersey, but how far from? It's New in York? Jer- uh, Well, when well we were in Seton Hall, I personally did not go to manhattan that was only the one we were at st john's but i knew i think some guys did i hope i don't get i doubt any of my fucking coaches are gonna hear this shit mm-hmm. i doubt they're and i'm not gonna name names but i definitely know people went down to manhattan at from <laughs> st john's uh shit i've been out to cheesecake factory after a seton hall game and i just ate cheesecake and got wasted with some of the guys <laughs> uh, um, i mean like what what am i gonna do yeah. <laughs> after after Marquette, I went down. Well, only because after Marquette, I had the fucking game of my life. I went down and got a beer and some ice cream, and I was like, "This is what I deserve." <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! That's how you do. <laughs> but uh, me and one of my buddies, we so we did get like money to go out and get food sometimes. So yeah, <clears throat> one of the guys uh, and me on the team made it a tradition to go search for oyster bars uh-huh. or a raw bar. So when we were in, we did that in. Uh, New Jersey uh, right. and Providence, especially because they're on the coast. Okay. And I think we did it at a few other places, not Marquette. Everything was closed in Milwaukee. That place sucks. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> fuck that place. <laughs> I mean, besides, like, I, I don't know. I'll get to that later, but I was, like, thinking, is Milwaukee only known for actual breweries because the fucking, like, team? Oh, uh, the breweries? Yeah, I mean, hey, they got some good burgers, some good cheese curds. You see, that's what beer. I was saying. Because I've seen a lot of people who go to Marquette, all they ever post is like, oh, yeah, we found this brewery. We found this brewery. Oh, burgers and cheese. There's a million breweries there. Cheese <laughs> curds are fire, no doubt. Yeah. Ah, the only cheese curds I've ever had in my life, like, I know this is a Midwest thing, Culver's. The, the, oh, I love Culver's. That place is so fucking Culver's. fire. The, so the, sad, good. the sad thing is that, that I know for a fact that that place probably will never hit LA because for LA standards, it's too unhealthy. So, um, <laughs> everything is butter. I, I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't heard about it until I got to Omaha and it yeah. wasn't even in Omaha. It was in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Oh, fucking Iowa. So, I mean, it's only like oh. 10 minutes away, honestly. Oh, what the so, hell? Really? Well, Omaha's like right on the border of Iowa and Nebraska. Oh, shit. So, like pretty often we'd go out to Council Bluffs to get some food. So, like mm-hmm. Texas Roadhouse, fire. That the was bread. Gas. Bread. Oh, it, it, the cinnamon, it, that, the cinnamon that, butter. Oh, oh, gas. No, that bread is we gas. Would take, we would take two boxes of just bread to go. We'd be like, uh, can we get two boxes of bread and uh, the cinnamon butter? And, and they let you take it back. Yeah, I, I've been. Yeah, we took like house. eight pieces of bread back. Just <laughs> so good. <laughs> you know, the, what I also loved about Arizona's food scene is that they have all those Midwest chains come, like, you know, yeah. go to Arizona because there's all those snowbirds that come from Midwest. So that's why. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm aware of places like Portillo's, if you ever had Portillo's. Portillo's, Portillo's Lumalnati's, Culver's. Um, there's, def- fire. there's definitely one more place that was there from the Midwest, but I, I can't remember. Well, we had a, f- a few water burgers. Um, I, I've never eaten there. You know what? Like I, you know, I know that there was that whole fucking in and out like thing. And I will say in and outs forever the goat. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. I agree with that too. Cause that's like, we, we grew up with, but yeah the reason why like fuck man it just sucks because the mo- like majority of america unfortunately didn't grow up with in and out so of course they're yeah. not gonna of course they're not gonna say that this is like the this yeah they, they think it's probably trash because they're just like what the fuck is thousand island on a fucking burger this feels too fucking healthy <laughs> your fries are soggy shit shut the fuck up man like this is what we grew bro up. just order order oh how do you uh, order crispy fries stop being a cuck that's what I okay. That's what I usually do too. <laughs> or like sometimes I even get light fries. Like light fries pr- taste pretty good too. Yeah, you know? but also like, like my buddy from New Jersey, he's like, you know, it's good, but it's just it's good, but it's not. It's like overhyped. Like he thought it would be like an orgasm in his mouth, which you know it yeah. is anyway. Yeah, oh, no, it is. <laughs> yeah, because we're well. We, to be we fair, are... I I throw down it in now. I got a four by four, no <laughs> tomato, grilled onions, fries, and a vanilla shake. Oh fuck. Dude, I, I, I throw it out. <laughs> someone, someone told me one day um, that she said that um, In-N-Out shakes are warm. Does that make sense to you? Because it makes sense to me. Uh, like, it does. Because like, <laughs> they're not like actually warm. They're not actually warm for people who, for if, if anyone's listening that hasn't been In-N-Out, they're not really warm. But they're, they're warm. They're, they're cold, but they just... It's, it's just, warm. <laughs> the sensation of it. Is... It's warm. I don't know what it is, man. It's oh again. There's so much drugs in all of these different kinds of foods that I can't. I don't, I don't fucking know. Like it's just amazing how addicting these places is. But Shake Shack, 
if okay, if it didn't cost as much as it is, then it would be so much better. But for that's a also small true. In and out is in and out is like pretty inexpensive. That's the reason why I think like you know you get the best value out of In and Out. Yeah. Like for a whole yeah. big ass meal, you get it for what seven fifty eight bucks. And then if you get a whole yeah. big oh, ass yeah. meal, if you get a big ass meal elsewhere, it probably is on average Bro, I'm nine five to guys. Like, I'm spending fifteen twenty bucks. Yeah. Although, you know, the thing about Five Guys is that even though you spend that much, the amount of food that you get from Five Guys is a lot. So that makes, the amount of fries yeah. you get is a lot, not the yeah. amount of burger. Like, I mean, yeah. it's about the same. It's about the same size if I get a four by four in and out versus yeah. a normal burger at Five Guys. Yeah, but you know, double what? the price. Yeah, but regardless, you get like a lot of food at Five Guys. Um, it's just In and Out's pricing is the best, man. Like, yeah, for sure. I. I remember I, the first time I went to Whataburger, I remember looking at the menu and it was just a plain burger. And my friend the other day tried the the original Whataburger and she mm-hmm. was like, yeah, this tastes like fucking glorified Texas McDonald's. And, you know, <laughs> I, and, then I'll, and in my defense, I was like, I kind of defend Whataburger a little bit because the good thing about Whataburger is that they have a lot of variety, which yeah. what, which what made it super good. So I, I got a patty melt. That shit was fire. Like I, oh, I, I love patty melt. Yeah. If you if you ever get a water burger, do not get the fucking classic burger. Get a get a patty melt. <laughs> Bro, I, who eats a plain burger? You know, fucking. I know one person who eats a burger, or it's bread, meat, bread. Fucking Calvin E, bro. He puts ketchup <laughs> on it. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He goes in and out and gets bread, burger. <laughs> burger bread <laughs> i'm like bro why do you even eat here you're missing the whole point you might off, as bro. you might as well just grill, <laughs> you might as well just grill your own burger for a plain jane at this oh point like god like <sighs> seriously how can you not he doesn't like cheese uh, i don't know how you cannot like cheese Dude, i don't care yeah. if it gives me chorro i'm eating cheese <laughs> or if it makes you piss out of your asshole <laughs> Uh, okay, well, sad to those who actually have lactose intolerance. They can't have fucking pizza and shit. Like that's Rip. just they probably just they don't care. They don't care. I, I know a lot of people that just you know muscle through and be like, I don't give a fuck. This tastes super good. I'll just deal with the pain. That, that that happens to me a lot. But I'm like, <laughs> who cares? It's so good. <laughs> Imagine being from a, a state in the Midwest and being lactose intolerant. That must be fucking horrible. That, Mostly that, Wisconsin. That would suck. Yeah. Oh God, especially Wisconsin or any place that has a Culver's because you can't eat their cheese curds or honest or anything that they have. Ugh, uh, that's a tough fucking scene, man. One of my buddies had a gluten into- uh, intolerance for a little bit, like it fucked him up in the stomach, so he had to stop eating gluten for like a year. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I have I a can- friend. I would never give up bread. I have a friend who's oh. a celiac, and he had to eat gluten-free bread. And like when they would wrap his meals, like when he asked for, when he tells people that he has a gluten allergy, they have to wrap his um, food separately so that like the, because some of the foods were combined with, you know, cooking gluten, well, with uh, other foods yeah, that yeah, where you yeah, cook yeah. gluten. So they had to separately cook his and then they had to like personally wrap it and then he'd have to assemble his own little burger. Like, hey kid, fuck you for that. No. Why are you? Why do you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck his genetics, man. That's just Fuck so bad. <laughs> I feel so bad. And then I remember there was a time where he, yes, he was a celiac, but he tried to he tried to gain resistance by eating just a bunch a shitload of gluten, and it didn't bit. it didn't help him at all. Uh, like, and also on top of that, he was he's diabetic, which is fucked. 
So God, yeah, it's not good. gluten and then he'd wake up and his blood sugar was really low and he has like an insulin pack. Yeah. I feel oh so man. It, it sucks, man. And, but, but the thing is like the guy, jo- he's a jolly guy, Mikey Strenta. Right, that's good. Mikey Strenta. If you're ever, if you're listening to this, shout out Mikey Strenta. I yeah. don't know you, but shout out to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, speaking of him, he, have you ever, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a food dessert item and you're going to have to tell me exactly like how you learned that this is called. So you get two cookies and there is ice cream in between. It's Pazuki. Oh, okay. I was, I jumped what do the you, gun. what do you call that? What do you call two cookies with ice cream? An in ice between? cream sandwich. Okay. In the fucking East coast, apparently it's called a chip, witch. <laughs> I'd rather jump off a bridge than call that a chip, witch. A fucking chipwitch. I don't chipwitch <clears throat> chipwitch. Ice cream sandwich sounds better. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean I guess if they want to be practical and cut down the syllables, but what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> chipwitch. <laughs> no, chipwitch my ass. And it was funny because my friends and I we we made chipwitch a derogatory term. Um, for oh some, my god for some reason so instead of the funny you thing is that chipwitch. yeah that's what we said you fucking chip Dude, i can thing. totally see it like i can see that <laughs> you fucking chip i don't know who it that's would be exactly. derogatory to but i can see it happening like no, you could do exa- it that's exactly what we said but people who is- suck at golf they're now chip witches <laughs> it's for people who suck at golf <laughs> Okay. Well, you know what? For all no. those people who hate golf and don't think it's a sport, you're a chip you're a witch. Chip witch. Go yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> what, the funny thing is, and I'm glad that you caught on with that because that's exactly what we would tell people. We're just like, go eat a cheap, go eat a chip witch, fucking chip witch. <laughs> like, it, we're gonna start saying that, and everybody in the group chat has to be like, "What the fuck are you guys saying?" Uh, I'm gonna go in the chat and call Rigo a chip witch. <laughs> Uh, and the and what's even funnier is that we would still say the fuck word in front of Chipwitch. The whole point is to replace a another cursor, but we'd still say you fucking. You're still saying fuck. <laughs> oh god, dude. Um, last thing before we we send you off, <clears throat> I, I I was actually very convinced that you know, and I, I'm still convinced that you could you guys could definitely pull this off. But um, do you want to talk about our favorite <laughs> our favorite sports um, conglomerate sports? media power at this point it's worth millions now do you want to talk oh, about our stool yes do you want to talk about um, <clears throat> how you and rigo could you know upgrade their soccer <laughs> coverage or football coverage which you know yeah you know do. i i hope we could do something like that it so what adrian is referring to is uh rigo and my podcast idea i won't give out the name in case you know someone wants to copyright it and fuck us over yeah but we have a podcast idea where it's what our uh, target audience target market would be uh you know a casual soccer uh viewer uh doesn't know maybe that much about the sport mm-hmm. but kind of just talk about soccer and its most basic terms teams transfers uh, leagues, probably maybe domestic cup competitions. I don't know if anyone would really care about that, mm-hmm. but like the Champions League, World Cup, and domestic leagues for the top five uh, leagues, and then transfers because everyone loves people switching teams. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd probably talk about that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but also I'd like to have interviews on there as well. Just 
based on the fact that I have a lot of connections in the soccer world, just talk about like what they do in the soccer world. I know coaches, technical directors of clubs, former teammates, uh, many of which play in the MLS. Um, I have a couple teammates, former teammates in the MLS, uh, a couple former teammates who are now playing in Germany, the third, fourth divisions, I think maybe in the second division. I don't remember. A couple yeah. guys I know in Spain playing in the mm-hmm. second, third division. Uh, <clears throat> but also, like I said, former coaches who went – one in particular who's the technical director of the uh, club I'm coaching at right now. Right. Uh, he, left the, he left the United States at 14 to play in Germany. Shit. And uh, played in the youth national team with guys like Landon Donovan and, my, and um, Beasley and uh, Gucci Onyewu and guys like that. Oh God, um, I forgot about Gooch, man. Oh. Yeah. So um I I mean I think it'd be cool to get those guys on. But then it's just, you know, trying to build a casual soccer podcast. Yeah. And and I, I was working on the logo all right now. I'm trying to do a lot of prep. Ooh, there you go. But uh be on the lookout for that. Might uh I'll probably make an Instagram for it soon and hopefully kind of grow that and ideally i'd like to grow it like a lot yeah so uh shout out to my future podcast won't reveal the name just yet yeah yeah <laughs> but, we, uh, yeah yeah i want I, I can have that be a part of the podcast family and i will like 100 percent podcast network and podcast captain <laughs> captain game day podcast network <laughs> you know one day oh god like again like i told you prior to this i think multiple times this is like a, yeah. a passion project of mine night yeah yeah it'd be a lot of fun but honestly like go back to you know your original idea i think that american because the thing is americans um of all the countries in the world tend to be the most educated of all the sports because of the channels that are able to offer it not saying that other countries don't but yeah. americans when it comes to that stuff are super super passionate about you know b- being knowledgeable and stuff like that and also yeah. the gambling scene here is amazing too so that's what gets i mean yeah yeah we could touch on that i'm not a i'm not a great gambler i know rigo is a little better of a gambler than i am yeah everybody but, in our uh, group chat except I, for I, us I, yeah i mean i gamble <laughs> a little bit but um you know, I'm losing more money than I'm gaining. Yeah, I. The only gambling I, I need to be good at is when I beat Rigo in bets. There you go. <laughs> which happens more often than not. You know, speaking of bets, like I, so I, I don't even know what's what's going on because I remember like my my bet with um myself and the Moros is that if I if I'm if I'm correct that the Lakers and the Raptors are the ones in the finals, they get yeah. they they get to buy me chicken wings, or if I'm wrong. I get to buy them chicken wings, but considering the fact that the Lakers, even though they're do- currently at this point in time dominating the Blazers right now, yeah. um, we at the at the very first game one, at the very first game, all of us were just like, "What the fuck, man? Maybe we should just call off the deal because this team is super frustrating." You know, yeah, like the the satisfaction of these wings won't be as good knowing that this is such an interesting <laughs> and, and frustrating team. So. Once this episode re- releases, I hope you guys hear this, and then we, you know, we can pr- potentially negotiate. Um, but I did like Randy's uh, proposal that if you know, whenever it is actually safe to go out and eat at the restaurants, I'm perfectly fine with splitting a whole fat meal instead of <laughs> going through with this deal. Because yeah, as Laker fans, we're ah, it's hey, I'll, I'll I'll go too, but I'll buy my own wings. I'll You'll buy your own wings. You know, I'll buy let, my let, own wings. Let's have let's have the whole uh, Luka Doncic fan club um, go out and just you know 
have wings. <laughs> I'm so telling cool. you, there, there's, you know, all these places have uh, their outdoor seating or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm sure you could still do it now. Um, I don't know where we'd go. I don't know if you want to do a Buffalo Wild Wing, the wing stop, maybe a local wing place. We'll go ahead and see. But what you guys should do, you guys should go get cryo at my work. You guys should go get cryotherapy. Like, your first session with me is free, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, anybody uh, – I'll go. Yeah. Anybody listening to this episode, um, yeah, seriously, go pull up to my work, and your first session of cryotherapy is free. Trust me. I'll get you in. I'll also get – I'll give you a tour of the facility, too. Like, I – I'm, I would be very happy to go ahead and do that. <laughs> and, and free wings on Adrian. <laughs> and that, that's if, that's if, uh, my, <laughs> that's uh, a select few. Yeah. Let's see. We'll see. <laughs> Anyways, any, any last, uh, final closing remarks for the fans, buddy? Listen to my podcast when it comes out. Not, <laughs> I'm not telling you the name, but you'll, you'll know it. Adrian will talk about it when I finally get it up and running. Yes. And once again, Big Colin Valdivia, big golf guy, um, former NCAA fucking <laughs> player. Division, one student, Division athlete. one student athlete. Participated in the National uh, fucking Collegiate Association of, I don't even know what the NCAA fucking stands for. Athletics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, good guy, loves the game. We are glad to have him. And, buddy, thanks for coming on, even after your um, bender of a golf weekend you had. <laughs> Really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, dude. I appreciate it. Love yeah, it. No, Shout no out problem. my podcast whenever it comes out. <laughs> yeah, Colin Rigo's podcast, but mostly Colin's podcast. Also, um, if I'm if I'm also going to put any ads, follow Pizza Time, the uh, Pizza Time, the uh, EDM duo, DJ. DJ? Yeah. Wait, DJ? Yes, Justin Rigo, Elton, that little crew. And with that said, uh, one last time, this is your captain speaking. Uh, Thanks for flying and stay that way.